to this 365 day devotional titled Into His Marvelous Light. This is brought to you by a peculiar people with Elizabeth Agricadra as the anchor. This month's theme is My God Who Made Me. Understanding our relationship with God and experiencing Him on a personal level cannot happen without understanding Him as the Creator as the source of all things, as the one who made us and has a purpose for us. Join us and be blessed. Hello, today we will be reading from the book of John chapter 17. We will be reading the entire chapter from verse 1 all the way to verse 26. I know it's a long one. Let's go. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all flesh, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now, they know that everything that you have given me is from you, for I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of this world just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just I am not as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate thee. I consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for this only, 
but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known, that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. This was a very long read, but this prayer that Jesus was praying gets to me every time I read it. I see the sincerity in his prayer of his son talking to his father and making his desires known. The beautiful thing about this prayer was that this desire, this prayer was all about us. He was obviously concerned about us that are still going to be on earth after he has left and how we will be faring. He kept talking to God about how God should keep us, how God should sanctify us, how God should help us even on this earth. And several times I'm always comforted by this fact that when Jesus was leaving, he didn't just say, Oh, I have taught you a lot of things. I hope you do well now that I'm gone. He says, I will leave my spirit with you. He spoke to his father. He said, Take care of these ones. You gave them to me, and I have kept them till now, and I am leaving. I won't be here with them to guard them on earth physically. Guard them for me. In verse 20, he said, he's not asking only for the apostles that were there at that time, but for those who will believe in him through their word. Like, the future ones in advance, I am asking also for them, that they may all be one. Several places you see this repetition of that they may be one even as you are in me and I am in you, that they will be in us and like always emphasizing on that togetherness, that he wants to be one with us. He wants us to come and meet him where he is. He wants us to remain safe even after he has gone. Jesus loves us. There's no doubt about that. If you have ever doubted at any point, Jesus loves us. 
Jesus loves us is not just a ploy to gain followers or discipleship or anything. He genuinely cares about us. I haven't seen any um, other person or God or spirit or whatever that selflessly, selflessly, selflessly cared about someone else the way Jesus cares about each and every one of us. Not just a collective group, but each and every one of us. He said that he kept them while he was there on earth, like the disciples, and not one of them was lost, except the um, the disciple that betrayed him, like to that that was part of fulfillment of the scriptures. But he was like, I have gathered them, and not one of them has been lost. I have gathered them, and not one of them has been lost. See that report he was giving the father. He was so 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 happy. Every time, every time I see this scripture, I am reminded that all these 26 verses was literally Jesus begging his father to take care of us that we will see one day. And that the love with which he has loved, that it be in us, Our Father in heaven, we say thank you for loving us so. We say thank you for expressing your love freely to us. We say thank you for coming to die for us on that cross of Calvary. We say thank you for giving yourself in our stead. We say thank you for watching over us, for caring about us so much. We say thank you for giving us this opportunity, this eternal life that is knowing you, that is knowing Jesus Christ, whom you have sent to us. We say thank you, Lord. We do not take any of this for granted. It's all grace. It's by your mercies, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, even as we go into the world telling people about you, trying to make you smile, trying to do the things that you have asked us to do, we ask that we continuously remember these things that you have said concerning us. We ask that we continue to remember who we are in you and what you have in store for us. Thank you, Father, because you love us. Thank you, Father, because you are faithful. Thank you, Father, because you remain God. You remain God every day. Thank you, Father, because we know that you hear us and that you see us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Don't forget to share with as many people as you can. Have a nice day. Bye.